Welcome to our Curated Chatter Friday feature. I'm Paige. And I'm Anna. And we're so excited to be virtually interviewing Alexander Grounds today. Alexandra is an oil painter from Arizona who is currently studying at Columbia University and specializing in large-scale portraiture. Her works engage in the discussion of objectification over sexualization and inequality. Alexandra's work is currently displayed at the World Trade Center and at multiple galleries nationally. This interview is especially exciting for us because we all study together at Columbia, so we know Alexandra personally. Well, thank you so much for talking to us and for taking the time to do this. We're gonna Thanks start for having our, me. Oh, <laughs> um, we're going to start with our curated chatter three questions, which are just three questions that we ask all of our guests. So to start us off, do you have a favorite museum? I do. Um, probably the Pompidou in Paris. They always just have the most amazing exhibitions, and I grew up going there with my mom, so, That's so cute. I'd say that. <laughs> it's closing soon, apparently, for renovations. Mm -hmm. so. Pretty sad. Okay, now my favorite question, what's your coffee shop order? Iced almond milk latte, definitely. Love it. <laughs> Afternoon pick-me-up. <laughs> and then finally, do you have an earliest or like a favorite art memory that you can share with us? I do. I used to live on a ranch actually in southern Arizona near Mexico. And so when I was growing up, my mom would always put canvases out for us like at sunrise and would just paint with me pretty much every day of the summer. Um, so that was kind of my like first introduction into painting. So. Okay, so that's a perfect segue into our interview. When did you first start painting? I first started painting, I mean, like when I was little, I did little paintings and stuff, but my first actual oil painting was sophomore year of high school. Um, mm -hmm. I went to boarding school and I took like every art class there that I possibly could. And so I did my first large scale painting my sophomore spring. Nice. And is oil your preferred medium or like have you experimented with others mediums both successfully or unsuccessfully? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty unsuccessfully. Um, I only paint with oil paint, at least now, but I've tried watercolor, I've tried acrylic, and none of them really do it for me, so <laughs> it doesn't turn That's out so as well. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I think oil paint dries really slowly, so for me that really helps because you can take more time to blend and stuff like that. That's nice. Um, you're so young and so successful already. What are your long-term goals? Do you have any long-term plans? Where do you see your career going? Or are you more of like a go-with-the-flow person? Um, definitely long-term plans are to have as many shows worldwide as possible. I really just love that about the art world. You can meet so many people mm -hmm. from so many places and so many different people appreciating your work is kind of why I do it. Um, so being in galleries worldwide is definitely a big goal and becoming a household name is also a goal. So we'll see, but I kind of just take it as it comes. It's, you never really, it's hard to plan out anything in the right. art world. So yeah. a little bit now. of both. Yeah, especially yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, like I was supposed to have a show in Paris last, this last June and it was canceled oh. and I have no idea when to even try to reschedule that. So oh, no, I'm sure it'll happen soon, don't worry. Hopefully. And then we're curious to know who some of your biggest sources or what of inspiration are. Um, so people are definitely my biggest inspiration. I love portraits and anything about intimate connections with people. It's kind of what I try and highlight. But originally, um, the person who kind of got me started painting and my biggest inspiration is Richard Phillips. His paintings are all over the TV show Gossip Girl. Um, and so that's kind of how I, like that's when I discovered large 
like large scale oil paintings. And so I actually um, painted my first one based off his work, sent it to him, like didn't expect a response. And then oh he, yeah, he actually came to my high school and met me, saw my work and helped teach some classes there, which was so cool. And then I worked for him for a summer. Um, that is really and, cool. Yeah, even today we like talk and I send him my work. So he definitely, I would say is the biggest. Okay, so it's safe to say he's your favorite artist. He is my favorite artist, yeah. <laughs> okay, and do you have a least favorite one? Not really. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to throw anyone under the bus. It's a hard um, question. It is a hard question. Yeah, I think it's so subjective that, you know, everyone can see something differently. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely. Not, not the biggest abstract fan, I would say. So. Okay. okay. And then we know you do a lot of self-portraits. Do you ever hesitate putting your own face and body in your work of art? Or is that something that just comes easily for you? So I actually don't do, I've only done one self-portrait. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most, most, most of my paintings are of friends and a lot of people think they look like me, but it's like the same girl a few times. So it's not me. Um, doing the one self-portrait was, I felt super vulnerable and kind of strange about it um, because you want to make sure you look good. It's just a weird process. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's why I, do. I like representing other people more and kind of mm -hmm. pouring myself into that, I would say. That's fair. Do your friends ask to be painted by you a lot? <laughs> they do. <laughs> <laughs> I usually turn it down, but <laughs> it depends. That's funny. Sure. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned before that you went to boarding school. I did too. And it was so hard and the workload there is insane. So I'm just wondering how you balanced like your creative like process and being at boarding school I honestly cannot imagine doing that yeah it was tough because especially like at Exeter it was so academically mm -hmm. rigorous and yes. really focused on math and science so arts weren't taken as seriously mm -hmm. um but once I met Richard and I started painting large scale I knew that that was something I just had to do so I literally dropped math and science I dropped everything that I could possibly drop just to take as many independent art classes as possible um, and my art teacher there was amazing she gave me like a huge studio space and just kept encouraging me to keep going with it um, but I almost left Exeter because I was like I yeah. can't balance it all so it was really really tough like you said but I just spent like summers painting and I did as much as I could. Going off of that like Columbia is equally as rigorous of a school how did you balance like being in college and the social scene and like do you have any advice to other young artists so I didn't balance it very well <laughs> um, I got there and I actually took only three classes I think my first mm -hmm. semester because I wanted to see how it would go and it was really hard to do both so I ended up actually switching into general studies um, mm -hmm. which was a big decision but I just needed to have more time to paint and then also do classes so I think you can't, I, I think it's really hard to be like half-assing both things. Yeah. I think for me, it's like I need to dedicate myself to art fully if I'm going to do it, um, which I know is not very good advice because it's like a hard decision to make. No, but I think it is. And the art yeah. classes at Columbia, I know because I only took one, like in addition to my art history classes, they're mm -hmm. all day classes. So you leaves very little time for anything else. Yeah. yeah. Like right now I'm actually taking two six hour studio courses wow. online and oh it's gosh. nice because of the time change. So I get it done by like one and then I spend the rest of the day painting, but mm -hmm. it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Trying How to balance it. online classes? They're very, it's, it's really, I don't like it very much, 
because yeah. with art, the best part is meeting other artists, meeting the classmates and getting that like personal connection with your teacher so they can actually critique you. But showing a painting like in your camera, it's just not the same. Yeah, no, that's um, very strange. It's very strange, but it is what it is. So kind of trying to make it work. So socially, it was always pretty tough because all like all my friends would try to go out every night of the weekend. And yeah. it was pretty hard to then get work done, like on mm -hmm. Sundays, trying to paint and keep my career going while also yeah. being hungover. <laughs> yeah. So at some point I had to just kind of balance it and be like, okay, I'm gonna just not go out one night, but I don't know. There's no it's right answer so to that. It's different because Columbia is kind of similar to boarding school in the sense that a lot of people are like very math or like science based. Yeah. So yeah, they're not very, I mean, yeah, it's not like very based in like the arts. Yeah. Um, but also because none of your friends were going through the same thing you were going through. So like, it, like I, it must be hard, you know? Um, yeah. But were you able to find a community of young artists or a, a group like that in New York? Not really, actually, which is kind of a bummer. <laughs> I'm a little surprised. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, so I found definitely a community of artists, but I wouldn't mm -hmm. say young artists. Okay. Um, just because I was already spending so much time painting and yeah. going to college, it's like, it's not, I mean, unless you're in grad school, it's not really the same. So I have found like a lot of artists around New York, which for me was a lot cooler. Yeah. <laughs> and I have like a few students I've met through the art program, which are amazing and talented, but mm -hmm. mostly I would say like in Brooklyn or like different parts of New York. Okay. And was it hard leaving New York? Because obviously you're home right now. So hard. I love New York so much. And that's a huge part of what I get my inspiration from is just, mm -hmm. you know, you meet people literally all the time, subway, just walking Constantly. around. Yeah. I'm in Arizona now. So it's not quite the same <laughs> experience. Mm -hmm. But I think just for right now, it's it wasn't really worth me staying there. Um, yeah. I was living in West Village and had a studio in Brooklyn and like the time it took me to get from there to there to Columbia and it was just crazy. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to just embrace the the time and space that I have right now to yeah, get work done. Especially the space. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy <laughs> yeah. Um, so going off of that a little, how did COVID-19 affect your creative process? So actually, I thought it would be like the best time just to crank out work. Um, and I made these two quarantine paintings and that series was supposed to be a lot bigger than two. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but my lack of social interaction really just took any sort of creative creativity at all out of me. So I spent like three months not doing any sort of artwork at all. Mm -hmm. And I instead like am starting this separate wine business that connects with my art. But I just like couldn't get myself to paint. Um, but it gave me a lot of time to reflect on like what I do and my messages and stuff. And I think I've matured a lot, especially like not being in New York where I'm always going out and doing crazy yeah. things. <laughs> so that's definitely changed now what I'm working on. Um, mm -hmm. But it was kind of a surprise to me. Like it was the opposite of what I expected. Yeah. yeah, but sometimes the best things happen when you take a step back. Like we never would have started Curated Chatter had it yeah. not yeah. been for mm -hmm. quarantine time at home. Yeah. Silver linings. Yes. <laughs> and then a lot of your work focuses on this idea of female empowerment, like besides the obvious reasons of why it's important, like why do you think you narrowed in on that in your work? I think it stemmed from going to boarding school and a school that was, like I said, so academically focused. It's You have such pressures to be like so intellectually focused and and good at these certain things, but then you also have these pressures to be like sexy and fit this female yeah. role. So a lot of my work started from that. It was just like trying to balance the two and grasp with like 
they kind of contradict each other. So, mm -hmm. um, and then just like the experiences that my friends had, I think it was hard being away from home at such a young age, but it's almost maybe more heightened. You just see everything on such an intense scale there. Yeah. So just like the people I care about, what they've dealt with and trying to forge my own path as like a young female artist in a very male centric, like art world and everything. So it's just very personal to me. <laughs> yeah. So interesting. Yeah. Um, and we know you've participated in multiple gallery shows. Do you have a favorite? My favorite was actually the one I put on myself last oh. fall. Um, <laughs> I just rented out this cool space in um, Soho and through this like huge just solo show. And it was so yeah. much fun. I had like way more people than I was expecting show up and people from all over the city. And I'd never met any of them. And it was the coolest way to connect with people that mm -hmm. I'd never met and people from all over New York. Um, It was called Delusions of the Wild. It was really fun. <laughs> yeah, like, was there something that happened in the past that made you so determined to put on your own show? Because I can't imagine how much work that must have been for you. ton of work. Um, I think a lot of my paintings are kind of in conversation with one another. Mm -hmm. So I felt like when you're in a group show, of course, you're surrounded by a lot of different artists. And that's a really cool experience in itself. But I just, I wanted to have the experience for people to actually, I mean, my work is pretty large scale. And so a lot of people don't get to see that on Instagram or wherever they see it. Yeah. So I wanted to give people that chance to actually understand my work more and see how it all plays in together. Um, so that really, I was just like, I need to do this. I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> It's so rewarding when you do things yourself. So congratulations. Yeah. It was really figuring great. out all the little details. I was like, yeah. this is why people use galleries. <laughs> yeah, no, it makes sense why it's your favorite. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any concerns, especially with everything going on right now, about where the art market is heading and like what a gallery show will look like in the near and far future? Yeah, I think literally right now during this time, It's getting a little bit separated in the sense that these really like wealthy collectors are still obviously buying art and those high end prices are still going up. But mm -hmm. and then you have the low end of the market, the cheap art that people at home like everyone can afford. So they're going to buy more stuff for their homes. But I think there's this big gap in the middle right now with all these galleries closing and not being able to like afford staying open. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of like the emerging artists in the middle ground, at least for a while will be kind of lacking. Um, but I think there will always be like room for them. So it'll come back. It's just going to take a while. And then in terms of future shows, most galleries are kind of figuring out how to put things online and yeah. figuring out new platforms of reaching younger people because they're the new buyer. Um, yeah. So I think it's, it's weird for my own work because it is so big and seeing it on a screen is like mm -hmm. not, not the full experience, but I think it's going to be a lot of that. Like, Instagram and these art selling platforms online. Yeah. Um, and also you mentioned this briefly before, but you made two prints during quarantine mm -hmm. as a project for Feeding America. Can you tell us more about that? How that yeah, so about? I wanted to create this quarantine series, um, not knowing what it would actually turn into. So I created the two paintings and then, I mean, I don't think any of us knew where this was all going to end up and it turned out to be pretty awful. <laughs> we were like, yeah. one week of quarantine, okay. That's no, funny. so, <laughs> yeah. I just really wanted to figure out some way to actually, like, help. Um, mm -hmm. And as a painter, you know, I'm sitting there, like, touching a canvas all day. It doesn't seem very helpful. So I was like, how can I kind of donate or give back in some sort of way? So I also thought a lot of people wanted, like, a little piece of this time that they can remember it through. And I thought my prints would be a cool way of doing so. So I kind of combined the two. And I just think like so many people 
without jobs, like Feeding America is pretty huge cause that helps that. And these kids that don't go to school, that's like a huge source of their food every single day. Um, so it was an important cause to me. And I just was like, might as well combine it. Yeah. <laughs> and it worked out really well. I sold like mm -hmm. $3,000 to $4,000 worth. Oh, um, that's amazing. Yeah. And then one thing we wanted to touch on was the impact of social media and how you use it to promote your work and if you ever use it to sell some of your works. Yeah, so right now, since I'm not showing in any galleries, um, Instagram has kind of become my main platform. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm spending a lot of time just trying to figure out like what the best way to present my work is, um, how to expand my audience. I've done some Instagram lives with other artists, which is really cool. Like they live in other places in the world. It's really like, kind of like this yeah. <laughs> great way of connecting with people. Um, and just kind of, yeah, I have sold some pieces through Instagram, which is amazing because you don't split half of it with a gallery, which is great. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I don't know if that's how I'll continue to do it, but it's definitely for right now. It's kind of what I'm focused on. That's great. Do you have a project you're working on right now that's coming out um, soon? Or? I'm doing a, a RBG portrait at the moment, which is taking mm -hmm. me a while. And then not really. Yeah, I have like a, I always have like three or four paintings in the works, but they're not super connected. So it's not like okay. a series or anything. Okay. Yeah. Do you find that like you work better when you are able to work on multiple pieces at once rather than focus all your time on one? I do because I think... When you work on something for so many hours, since I do a lot of detail, you really get burnt out. And I can't, I almost stop seeing like what the issues are with the piece. Mm -hmm. So I need to take a time apart from it, work on something different and then come back. And it's kind of like a fresh set of eyes on the piece. And I'll be like, oh, obviously I can't believe I didn't see that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think, it, I mean, not too many things at once and I just get overwhelmed, but definitely at least two. And going off of that, how long does it take you to complete one piece roughly? Or is it just like it depends on the piece? Depends on the size of the piece usually. Mm -hmm. um, like my large scale stuff, some of them take me three months to make. Okay. Um, but the smaller stuff I can probably get done within like a week or so. So interesting, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's it from us. But before we go, yeah. where can everyone follow you? And do you have anything else you want to plug? <laughs> um, my Instagram is at Alexandra Grounds. My website, same thing, alexandragrounds.com. I'll have a wine company coming out soon, which will be exciting. Very but exciting. Yes. yeah, I'll keep you updated on that. Please do. <laughs> follow. Yeah. Well, thank you so, so much for doing this. It was great. And it's great to talk to someone else who went to Columbia or is currently Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Almost done. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank you guys so much for having me. Thank, Thank you. you.